Still kind of with who you with, Kurt, though. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. I'm M. Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter with Who You With Kurt I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome, I'm M. Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter. Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter. I'm Welcome to Speak Hunter. Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter. I'm Welcome to Speak Hunter. Welcome, welcome to Speak Hunter. I'm Welcome to Speak. 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 Welcome to who you with, Kirk Dog? Want to welcome everyone to the show tonight. Listening on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, uh, D Live. Uh, you can all chat live with us in the chat room. Look like it's trying to come up. It's still giving me that old circle. So I don't know what's going on with it, but we're going to keep on rolling. Um, Want to shout out to um, uh, Mayor Candidate Kenzie Moore. I mentioned him before on the show in DeSoto. If you live in the city of DeSoto, early voting is going on for the mayor uh, race. Uh, Kenzie Moore is um, one of the candidates. Uh, Early voting actually started today from uh, uh, January 20th through the 29th. You can early vote at DC3 Church, 901 North Polk Street. And DeSoto, and the election is on February the second. So definitely go out, and let your voice be heard. Um, Mr. Moore is a great brother. I I feel like he will be a great leader for the city of DeSoto. Unfortunately, I don't live there, so I wouldn't be able to vote for him. But if I did live there, he would definitely have my vote. I know I had a lot of friends I have that actually live in the city of DeSoto. So definitely go support the brother. If you want to change that city and want a good leader, that's who you need to vote for. Uh, Kenzie Moore um, in DeSoto, Texas. So uh, definitely go out and let your voice be heard. As we talking about letting our voice be heard, today was just awesome. Um, with the inauguration. Trump is gone, y'all. He said he'll be back in some form, but right now he's gone. I don't think he'll be coming back as a um as a uh, uh politician, but it'd be a lot more come said about it. So but as for right now, Trump is out of there. He we said he didn't have to go home. But he had to get up out of there. So um, 
so I'm glad that he is gone. Not sure what's going on with my chat. It's still giving me that little circle light, still trying to connect and still connecting. So hopefully it comes up soon and I will be able to see what y'all have to say. Um, I did ask the question today. Uh, first of all, congratulations to President Joe Biden and uh, Madam First Lady. Uh, well, not First Lady, but Vice President, uh, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, thank you for getting Trump out of office uh, for running. And uh, I'm sure y'all yeah, will have a great four years. And as long as you, um, um, as long as you are actually doing what you said, and they actually start doing it today. Um, after the inauguration, Biden actually signed several um, uh, executive orders. Um, that is, um, that is going to change some things up. Uh, one thing he addressed the issues of um, uh, ranging from climate change to uh, COVID-19. He also extended the uh, federal student loan um, to, um, to, to expand that to, but you don't have to pay right now. So, and hopefully he stick to what he said he was going to do and cancel student loan. But of course, it's the first day, so he probably got to get in there and look at the numbers and let his magic work. So that's a good thing. Um, I just received the test. Like I said, right now, I cannot see your uh, comments, but shout out to uh, um, Marcella Smith listening on YouTube, uh, TCAL, uh, radio. Um, so a lot of people are, are in the chat right now. I want to know what it, what was your highlights of um, of the inauguration of uh, what's going on, uh, what happened today, the history that was made because we have to realize that this was a a history making day. Uh, President Joe Biden coming in, who served up under President Obama. Then he turned around and brought a sister in. Now, some people are going to say, well, she ain't black. Well, the color of her skin make her black. She's half, she biracial, but if somebody looking at her, they're going to call her black. So uh, they came in and um, Madam Vice President actually, um, she made a history today and swore in three new senates today. This is only the first day, so it's going to be a lot more come come with it. Um, it's going to be a lot more to come along with it. So it's just a just a matter of time. Um, I read one comment that said uh, they love the poem. Oh yeah, Amanda uh, Gorman she did that poem up, and they said she actually wrote that poem. That poem after um, after the uh, terrorist attack on Capitol Hill, 
uh, she wrote that poem then asking us to come and um, in unity and and um, and and togetherness. So the name of the poem is The Hill We Climb. So she definitely came out and showed out about it. So that's shout out to her. Um, let me see, because I'm having to go to other sources. I don't know why my chat is not working on here. And um, but I'm I'm hey, you know me, I'm a I'm gonna find a way to uh, read them. Um uh T Cow said happy Wednesday. Marcella said, What's up, people? Um T Cow said, Happy dance, he's gone. <laughs> Radio came in, said the day went pretty smoothly. I was worried about the White House staff getting Trump tanned <laughs> tanning bed which in the stairwells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know you have a tanning bed. Um um have it recorded we'll check it out later okay um yeah so so that's a good thing um i'm glad everything went smooth regardless of all these threats that came out and i would tell the people hey this is the time where american people need to come together and work together um because it's really no no need to um um so we need to come together as american that's why i asked the show before did a show last year about we know somebody's gonna win somebody's gonna lose but what happened next and this is where we are today. I refreshed the page so I can, I believe I can see the chats now as they come in. Um, somebody send me a chat. Let me know if, see if it's working or not. Um, just to be on the safe side, but I think it's working now. Um, so we're going to see. Okay, I did a check myself so it is working so you can live chat with us in the chat room um so <sighs> yeah I, I mentioned about trump said he will be back um in some form some way yeah he'll be back because he's gonna have to um um have to do the uh impeachment trial that did not change anything uh regardless of what people may say saying well why are they trying to impeach him he's out of office now yeah but this man have done a lot and he need to be impeached he definitely need to be impeached Thank you, T. Cal. I see that you did put test up. It is working. So you could definitely um, uh, chat along with me. Um, he definitely need to be impeached because we do not need anybody like that in office again. Hopefully this open up 
Americanized and realize you cannot put a reality star in the highest office of the land and expect for that reality star to do it right or to do it different than what he would do on his reality TV show. So we definitely need to impeach him to make sure he don't come back. Now, my question is, I I was like, okay, I'm looking at the TV and I'm like, oh, he's leaving Washington before high noon. So he he's probably like, look, he probably already know if he stayed in Washington to noon, New York was coming to get him. But now New York may have to go back and file the papers for Florida. I'm just saying. So I'm glad that uh, he's out of the White House. Hopefully it's disinfected um, with no remedy of the virus in there. Because even today, they still um, did not have a mask on. So Florida, be careful. Your numbers may be going up higher. So definitely be careful. Um, yeah, the pardons are in tackling. Ooh, I heard he doesn't have to announce pardon by law, so he could have pardoned people we don't know about. No, I actually read he have to announce them publicly. He have to now, and I wasn't aware of it. He could have announced them up until twelve o'clock as long as it was done publicly. So I'm thinking they would have snatched all his power at midnight last night, but technically he was still he was still the president until 12 noon. So he he had to announce them publicly. I did read the um some of the lists and it was 70 and then make sure I get it right because I don't want to tell you nothing wrong. Y'all be talking about, oh, you're giving out fake news. No. He pardoned 74 people and commuted the sentence of 70 others. So a total of um, somebody math, not right, but 144. But it's um, interesting some of the names shout out to uh little wayne he got his pardon um which is good um but hey i'm gonna just say don't do it again and expect another one <laughs> you got lucky this time don't do it again and expect another one that's all i'm gonna say um t cow said yeah he got out there quick yeah he did Something I clean it five times, hopefully. Yes, because that that virus ain't no joke. And they should have came in and spray washed everything. <laughs> Just stripped everything off the walls. Be like, forget this. Um, but um, yeah, so Little Wayne was one of the ones that was pardoned. Uh, what's his name? Coded Black or something? Um, 
he he skipped me out. Um, the former mayor of Detroit. Oh, uh, I always mess his name up. Quan um, Kilpatrick. He's getting out of jail. So that's a good thing. Um, he's the former mayor of Detroit, was pardoned. He pled guilty to obstruction of justice and resigned from office as part of the plea deal in 2008 following a pay-to-play scheme in which Kilpatrick and his father took kickbacks and bribed to steer city business to certain contracting. He initially served 99 days in prison, but then served an additional year for violating his probation and was released in 2011. So, um, but all of that came out about Kilpatrick. When I think about this story, it's kind of like a, remind me of Bill Clinton. Um, Because when the story came out, I guess he had it had a mystery and some text message came out and um, it was kind of, you know, I guess he had a little check on the side and that's why I don't advise nobody to go outside your marriage because somebody going to get upset about something. And that seemed like that's what happened with her. Something happened, she got upset and decided to put him on blast or whatever. But I'm glad the brother is out. But then there's a lot of names on here I question. But we'll get into that a little bit. I want to know how did y'all feel? How did y'all feel about the history that was made together having the the first black female vice president? um sworn in today and that's to me it's like hey it's giving a lot of young young girls hope in the midst of all the pandemic we're going through all the racist comments we're hearing about they can still say it's hope I can be the first vice president. I can be the first black uh, president. I'm looking at one. I'm looking at history being made. And I I see, seen a lot of posts about the chucks and pearls. And um, I'm all right with it. Where are your chucks and pearls? Uh, let it be known. You are proud. Uh, I'm proud of the sister, and I will support her. As I've said all the whole time, I will support them. But please do what you say you're going to do. Please do that. And starting out today, it looked like he's trying to make changes. Uh, coming in and he's starting to work on the first day. So that's a good thing. Um Radio says, surprised he left Biden a letter. I'm surprised too, but I don't know if I want to touch that letter. I'm just saying, I go in with a full hazmat suit, gloves and everything and open that letter. And matter of fact, I will send somebody in before me to open it up. 
because I don't trust him at all. And uh, I'm like, hey, I don't trust him at all. Uh, T-Cow said, so proud I wore my pearls and so there you go. Black Air Magic. Black Air Magic. Uh, speaking of Black Air Magic, uh, Sunday, Sunday, y'all really want to tune into this show. Uh, we're going to have um, uh, New Vision Media. Uh, the owners of it come on. They're going to talk about their next project. They've been on the show before and they are doing some great things. If you are looking at getting into the acting business and looking for roles that you can groom your um, groom your talent, you definitely want to pay attention. Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, they will be on the show talking about their new project they're working on. And um, I think that's a hell of a way to start off our, our artist spotlight. Normally, it's on Monday. We have someone else book on Monday. But I tell them, look, I know what y'all doing. Let's let's do it Sunday. So they will be here Sunday night uh, to talk about their project and definitely support them. Uh, they have some great stuff coming up. And um, is I'm gonna let them tell their story on Sunday. You could go back and um, um, watch the video from them before, and they are some 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 wonderful people that's also trying to give back and give people opportunity. Um, as actors, and they always looking for some actors. So they are a independent film company that that is really doing some great things. And like I said, you want to tune in on Sunday and hear about what they have going on coming up for this new year, kicking 2021 off in the right direction. So uh, definitely tune in for that on Sunday. I can't wait. It's been a while since they've been here, but they coming back to bless the show. So definitely um, uh, tune in on Sunday to that. But um, I'm back to radio. I'm surprised he did leave a letter, but I would not touch that letter. I wouldn't do it personally. And uh, Matter of fact, I wouldn't even, like I said, I would wear a hazmat suit to even open that letter up because I don't trust Trump. Never did, never will. And for some reason, when he was walking out of the White House and then somebody came out behind him, had, I would assume it was Secret Service, I don't know, but they had two black duffel bags and they looked like they was pretty packed. For some reason, I, w- I thought I was watching um, uh, like somebody robbing a bank or something. I was like, two black duffel bags? <laughs> and they came out as if, as if they just stuffy with some stuff they're not supposed to have and trying to, trying to get to um, uh, Marine One. And I'm like, 
Okay. Did he just steal something at the White House? Allegedly steal something. Because, you know, right now he'll try to get with anybody. What's going on, uh, HR 105 Rove? Um, welcome to the show. Oh, my favorite streamer. Um, first time seeing you here, you can like, share, tell a friend that we are live. And you can live chat with us in the chat room. Uh, today we are talking about the um, inauguration. Uh, we're talking about Trump pardon. Let us know how you feel about it. What was your highlight of it? And let us know where you're um, uh, coming in from. I know you're on YouTube. Where exactly are you at? Wait a minute, I think you're in Houston, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think I recall that name. I b- believe you're in Houston, but I'm not quite sure. Let us know. Um, but definitely, um, it's it been a wonderful day, and I've been... I didn't get a chance to watch everything because I did had had to leave home, but uh, Jennifer Lopez was good, um, and the sister who did the Pledge of Allegiance and signed language, and then she was signing at the same time. I was like, "Wow, that was." Uh, that was off the chain. I said, yeah, that that was cool. Um, and I believe she's a, a, fire, a fire chief or something. I'm going to have to pull her name up. I think her last name is Allen or something. I briefly looked at it and I didn't write it down. I was trying to get some other highlights. But... Um, she did a wonderful job speaking in sign language, the Pledge of Allegiance. And I was like, okay, that's that's cool right there. And uh, Lady Gaga was also on point. Um, it, like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch it all because I was yeah, in and out, but I do have it recorded. Uh, radio said Biden fired the White House Ursula hired by Trump today. They know it was coming. Uh, T. Cal talking about, yes, he robbed us as a nation. Yes, he did. He robbed all of us because here it is. Now, take it. Last night I reported we was over 400,000 uh, death of the coronavirus. Now it's 400,000, 401,000 and still rising up. So... That's why we need to make sure we are protecting ourselves. Then on top of that, um, one of the orders that that, uh, Biden signed was um, mandatory mass ordinance on federal property or if you're on any transportation service, whether if it's a bus, uh, Uber, airplane, whatever it is, it's mandatory that you wear a mask. So you definitely have to do it. Yeah, I know some people are going to be like, well, it's my rights. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. Well, you don't want to wear a mask 
why don't you go on down there and work in um in the uh COVID ward at at your local hospital work down there about a week or two without a mask and let me know how that work out because I've I've seen I know people that have been affected by COVID I know people that have lost loved ones friends and loved ones by COVID and if you still believe this is a joke you are part of the problem you have to start researching for yourself stop looking at these conspiracy videos and thinking everything you see on them are true the reality people say oh those numbers not right well apparently you haven't had nobody close to you affected by it so because of that do your homework talk with people that may have been affected by it in some way not necessarily them for say but they may know somebody they may know somebody and for all the ones that have been affected hey i'm praying for you um the ones that have lost loved ones i'm praying for you i thank god i haven't lost any loved ones or uh from the virus and like i said one of my friends is struggling right now with it they are dealing with it and as i said on the show last night they sent me a message saying hey they're gonna admit me in the hospital it's worse than what i thought i have to be hooked up to iv this thing is not a game here it is almost a year later 401,000 lives have been lost and the numbers continue to go up but you want to think it's a joke this is not politics this is real life and the way to 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 beat this thing is to do whatever we need to do to prevent it from spreading hosting parties and all of that is not the way to do it going to hang out with your friends not the way of doing it it's not i'm just saying be smart about it this is not a game it's not a game you could be asymptomatic don't even know it and you're spreading it you're spreading it i wonder if um if the reason why we haven't had all these trump supporters come on lately because they will send dc on the six well we know some of them are, are arrested now but um but then again it's some of them that are struggling from it that probably caught the virus it's a risk to everybody when you do that because here it is you in a, a super spreader like that and if you caught a plane to come back home 
you potentially affecting everyone on that plane. Everybody in the airport. So definitely protect yourself. Wear the mask. Wash your hands. Do what you have to do to keep yourself safe and your family safe. That's the best thing we all can do. But um, let me get back on topic. That that wasn't in the in the show tonight, but I just had to had to get that off my chest because I'm tired of of seeing about people losing family members, uh, um, people dying from it. The numbers keep going up. That's a bigger threat than anything. Not only to America, but this whole world. That's a threat. The coronavirus and then add racism onto it is a threat. It's not good for none of us. Um, So... um, I see some people that Trump pardoned that was um, 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 yeah, Stephen uh, Bannon, Trump former chief of strategy in the White House was charged of the final months of the 2016 presidential campaign and was indicted in August along with three others on wire fraud and money laundering, conspiracy charge. Prosecutors alleged that Biden, not Biden, Bannon, uh, crowdfunding, we build the wall campaign, raised more than $25 million from Trump supporters and use hundreds of thousands of for personal expense. He was taken into custody by U.S. Postal Inspection Service agent while on board the yacht of Chinese billionaire Ju Wenguo. Uh, Bannon received the full pardon and now would have to face and would not have to face a trial. So here it is, all you Trump supporters that gave to that fund the $25 million for the uh, We Build a Wall campaign. $25 million. And this dude is, is out scotch-free. He chilly. He don't have nothing to worry about. He got a full pardon from his homeboy. You know, a lot of people was have asked Trump about pardoning him because of the uh, the terrorist attack that happened on Capitol Hill. They asked him for one. Nothing happened. Jenny Ryan, call in. Let me know how you feel about it. Because you did an interview with, with the local station here, and they said, no, 
Trump didn't touch it. And guess what? He can't do anything now. <laughs> Even though he told y'all to come there, he told y'all to mark down the Capitol Hill. He actually said, y'all, everybody, he was going to walk down there with you. But he didn't. But once again, y'all listen to him, and this is the results of it. Um, so it is it's very interesting how the type of people he gave full pardon to. Um, uh, Lynn Barney. Trump granted a full bargain to Land Barney, who was sentenced to 35 months in prison for possession of a firearm as a previous convicted felon after having previous, previously been convicted for distributing a small amount of marijuana, according to the White House. And now he's uh, free. Um. Radio said the Trump supporter would just say his arrest was nothing but a witch hunt against Bannon, the usual argument. That's what a lot of them probably going to say. But the reality of it, that's why it's so important to do your research on things. This is not a witch hunt. This is fact. It's a federal court case. That just been thrown out. And who to say none of these persons that was pardoned won't do this again? A lot of people dealing with um, financial um, uh, crimes got a full pardon. Uh, like, for instance, the one that, that happened with the, uh, the, uh, the housing crisis in 2009. He was one of them. Um, T. Cal said, well, my lunch is over. I got to get back to the J-O-B. Have a good night. Uh, just in case I can't fly back in. I appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, if you're able to come back, cool. If not, we'll catch you on the night when you're not working. Um, so thank you for always supporting the show. And I... Come back whenever you can. Um, call Andrew Balls. Trump granted a full pardon to call Andrew Balls. In 2014, Gore played guilty to federal charge stemming from a criminal investigation into the illegal use of disadvantaged business enterprise to obtain government-funded con construction contracts. According to the U.S. Attorney Office, he pled guilty to one count of conspiracy to defraud the Department of Transportation and one count of money laundering. Now this dude is out free. <laughs> All those charges just gone. Um, I'll find another good one. That it was uh I wanna find the one about the um 
the housing crisis. Um, here is one Todd Bolanger. Trump granted a full pardon to Todd Bolanger, who is a former deputy to disgrace lobbyist Jack Abramoff in 2009. He pled guilty to conspiring with others to commit to commit honest service fraud, according to the Department of Justice. Bogola Abramoff and other lobbyists working with them sought to advance the interests of group and companies they represented by lobbying federal legislation and executive branch officials, department said. Here it is. Uh, full pardon. And I'm okay with that. Um, I'm I'm not okay with them getting off, but because my motto is, if you do the crime, you do the time. But certain crimes, as we can see, um, how much time was was Steve was originally given? Um. Steve hadn't been uh hadn't been sentenced yet and he already got him off. Um but here's um uh, it, I'm I'm gonna talk about this one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the difference in it. So Jonathan Brun. Brown imported more than 2,200 pounds of marijuana worth of possibly $1.76 billion from 08 to 2010, according to Customs and Border Protection document. He pled guilty in 2011 and served five years of a 10-year sentence for conspiracy to import marijuana and commit money laundering. Trump commuted his sentence. Okay. Um, which that's, mm, he served five years of a 10 year sentence. Okay. But one point, man, that's, that's 1.76 billion. And, um, in two years, that's a lot. Um, and I and I'm gonna talk about another case that is uh, similar to that, where the person was given way more time. Um. So, uh, Elliot Brody, a former Republican National Committee finance chair and one of Trump top fundraisers, will pardon. Brody pled guilty in October to conspiring to violate foreign lobby laws. Prosecutors said that he scammed, that the scam aimed to have the Trump administration sink an investigation into the multi-billion dollar looting of a malicious state investment fund. Yeah. So I'm like, hey. He doing what he got to do. He, well, he did what he had to do. 
but how is this going to come back and uh, uh, come back and get them? It's going to come back and bite him at some point. Um, he did so many because he probably snuck a couple of them in there that he did not want us to recognize. And if you don't know these people by name, you would never, you probably won't look for it. Um, of course, we know Little Wayne, the Wayne Michael Carter Jr. Um, he's a rapper. He was granted a pardon. He pled guilty in December to a federal weapon charge after he carried a handgun from California to Florida on his private jet due to past felony conviction. He is barred under federal law from possession firearm. The charges carries a maximum prison sentence of 10 years. Carter was frequently expressed Trump for support and recently met with the president on criminal justice issues. I'm not mad at Little Wayne at all. He played that that card. He did what he had to do to stay out of jail. Um, so it's it's a lot of things that is in here that we definitely need to pay attention to, and some of the names um, that is interesting. Um, maybe Trump asked Biden for a pardon in the letter he left. I said that too. I said he probably did. I don't see Biden doing it though. I don't see him doing it for the simple fact the way that he did during the uh, debate talking about his son both his sons actually and I thought Biden was going to reach over there and snatch him real quick but because he was the president he couldn't do it uh, um, so it's um, oh okay I didn't realize this one but uh, yeah so I definitely thought Biden was going to reach over there and snatch him and I think it was at Trump's best interest not to meet with Biden. I think Biden would have would um probably would have shuck him a little bit. I'm not gonna say choke him, but probably would have shuck him, just just shake him a little bit. Um but Albert J. Piro Jr. I didn't know this. Uh Within, with less than an hour to go before Biden is sworn in, Trump granted a full bar, uh, pardon to Albert J. Pirro Jr. Uh, Pirro Jr., the ex-husband of Fox News host, and Trump, uh, I like Jenny Pirro, was convicted on conspiracy and tax evasion charge in 2000. So he gave him a, a free ride. Uh, so he's he's free now. Biden would never pardon Trump. Most of the case, they're state prosecution. So a pardon doesn't protect him anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't see him doing that. And I've been getting alerts all day talking about um um now that Trump don't have that protection anymore. 
what is leaning up against him financially? They said uh, in China, uh, as for his business deals, he have hundred millions coming up within the next couple of years, which we believe is billions, according to China Bank. Um, that carried the notes on on Trump plazas and other things he done business with. They say it's up to a billion dollars that he's going to have to pay in the next couple of years. And the thing is, how can he do it? Because one thing they said, his his hotels was losing millions each year, according, allegedly, allegedly his hotels were losing millions each year. Um, and then on top of that, they said the chance of him being a, not a reality TV show host, that's going to be kind of impossible also. So where would Trump go? Then if, um, if he end up uh, getting impeached, um, the benefit he would get, all of that is gone. I'm like, hey, um, Trump gone. He's out of there. And we got to pay attention to uh, Ivanka because there have been rumored that he, she's looking at possible, um, possible running also. His sexual assault case is coming up soon, and Mary Trump is suing him also. Yes. So that's going to be, um, um, that's always going to be a problem because, put like this, his sexual assault case, um, there's a lot of evidence in that. And then on top of that, um, New York, New York have the case against them for financial fraud uh, with his schooling. The school that he had, that he charged all these folks all this money for, and they didn't learn nothing. Uh, so that's coming up. So he cannot start up another school again. So that's something else that is lingering over his head. Um, they just need to make sure he don't leave the country um, before these charges come up. Because I can see him trying to do that. Um, saying, hey, I'm out of here. I'm I'm leaving the, leaving the country and um, I'm not going not gonna to deal with it. So... And these sexual sexual assault charges where this woman talking about he attacked her in the bathroom, in the dressing room. And I think she had some type of evidence. So it's just a matter of time. But who can we blame for that? Nobody but Trump. He never should have did it. Uh, I can't believe why Ivanka would run for office. She doesn't like to answer hard questions from the press. Sometimes you can't avoid it. Avoid if you're a politician. 
Well, she's going to try to do it just like her daddy did. Uh, see, the thing is, what's going to happen, she's going to try to do, use her name to get in a position, kind of like her dad did, use this name. And she's going to try to piggyback on that. Oh, we could get all the Trump supporter the the 70 million. We could get them to support me if I could run again. I could get into office. Yeah, but if you're doing locally, that doesn't mean you're going to necessarily make it. Now, I'm going to do a show coming up soon on some uh, elected officials that actually have backgrounds. And we're still elected. So um, I'm I'm doing the research on that. It may be the next week or two, um, but I'm going to definitely do a show on it. And some of the stuff I found out, I'm like, wow, really? He did that and still elected? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they should. Well, just for the last four years, we know enough about her. Um, and it's amazing. This is, I, I thought about this earlier. You're looking at the, uh, at the, uh, his uh, departure. And his family is there. But they have the grandkids there too. Now, take it, this is the family that been talking about this coronavirus is a host. The whole time been talking about it's fake news. It's not real and all of this. But looking at the family, none of the adults had on masks. But at least they cared enough about the kids. And had a mask on them. And this is what his supporters need to look at. Well, if he's telling y'all this virus is not real. Now, the grown-ups didn't have a mask on. But the kids have one on. I'm talking about the young children had masks on. Which, that's a good thing. I'm glad they're at least trying to protect them. But, mm, just look kind of suspicious to me because you saying it's not real. Y'all are not wearing a mask, but you're making sure the kids are protected because that would bring up questions for me. Is it real or not? Do you really believe it is real? Because the thing is, if you didn't think it was real, you wouldn't have the mask on kids either. So apparently you you know something about it. But once again, this man have lied to uh to the American people for the last uh five years, even though he was in office for four. But during the campaign, he lied. Lock her up. The emails. First thing I'm gonna do is lock her up. Hillary, I if I could see 
up on the Hillary mask. If they showed took her mask off and showed us the inside of it, you probably think the Joker had a mask on because she probably was smiling the whole time. For the simple fact, Trump is gone. He talked about locking me up, but he's going to hope allegedly go to jail soon. He lied to us about building the wall. If Mexico was going to pay for it. But then his homeboy got $25 million off of it and used majority of the money for his personal use. But Trump told us Mexico was going to pay for the wall. And when he said that, the president at the time of Mexico said, we're not paying for no damn wall. We're not doing it. We're not paying for that wall. And Trump keeps saying they was paying for it. No, they're not. The, the guy said what he said. He said we're not paying for it, and they didn't. Um, Ivanka will have to learn how to rent in an unhinged fashion at press conference. Sometime her father was was a smart, was a master at it. Yeah. I I just feel like I think anybody in that family need to be banned from serving in a public office. But then again, after I seen what I seen yesterday while doing some research on some other stuff, and I'm like, wow, here it is. Uh, it's some other folks up in the. Um, up in the uh, uh, White House that that is serving, that was selected, but they hollering black to blue. But when the when the blue is trying to do their job, they interfere. They don't show up at the court appointed cases, um, and then they're still hired, elected. So. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I'm going to get this stuff together and I'm going to do a show about, about them because it's, it's crazy. Now, a lot of people been talking about, they had this conspiracy theory that Joe is a, uh, a child molester, which is not true. Definitely not true, but here it is. Somebody, I believe, is sitting in Congress in, in Congress or the Senate now that been charged with indecent exposure, exposing itself at a bowling alley. Hmm. Let that sink in for a hot minute. So that's going to be interesting when I get the information together. And um, I feel like people need to know about these people for the simple fact. Why are we electing these folks and we know they're saying one thing and doing something completely 
different. That's why it's so important that we get out and vote. We get out and vote and let our voice be heard for the simple fact these folks do not need to be in office. They say one thing and do another thing. I even ran across a story where it's a couple of senates being investigated about that riot that happened on January the 6th. Did they give out information? One particular senate gave a tour of the White House the day before. Now, the thing is, the White House haven't given out any tours since the pandemic hit. So why are you giving out tours the day before as if it's nothing? So they are being um, being investigated. So that's, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a lot of stuff out here. And people say, oh, that's fake news. No, it's not. It's in their records. It's public record. Once um, once you become an elected official, you can find out anything you want to find out about them. It's in a public record. If they ever been arrested, it's there. It's there. You can find out about them. Uh, radio said Don Jr. has to do something about his watery eyes if he runs. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know why you have watery eyes. I'm just saying, yep. Um, I have some opinion about it, but hey, um, that's my opinion. Drinking some, um, whoo. Know how you drink some sometime and then make that eye twitch a little bit. Drinking some um, cranberry juice tonight. Um, I've been, I'm still drinking plenty of water because I'm working out. I was kind of disappointed today when I scaled, but then I looked at it like, okay, I understand now. So, uh, I did, I don't know, well, I ended up gaining a little bit of weight, even though I'm working out, but it's muscle weight. So I'm toning down and I picked up a little bit of muscle weight, which is cool. Uh, I'm going to just keep working out, um, continue to drink plenty of water and make sure I'm doing everything I need to do to, to get healthy. Uh, 2021 is going to be a good year. So I want to be around as long as I can and continue to do the things I'm doing and uh, helping people. Just like um, I did speak with Miss um, Ken Cade. Um, we've been texting back and forth. Like I said, I have to arrange like a month in advance with her. So she's going to let me know She'll come on next month and she'll let me know exactly what day. And I said, hey, I would love to schedule at least once a month with you. So we're trying to work that out where she can come on once a month. Um, 
is scheduled once a month on say whatever week it is on that day every month so hopefully that happened and that would be good um you are listening to speak on with who you with kurt though we're talking about the inauguration what was your highlight of the show at the inauguration uh we also talking about trump pardons uh that came out today you can live chat with us in the chat room uh you can also uh call in 972-591-3665 um the number is strolling across the top uh what's going on g money listening on periscope what's going on what's up i just watched the celebration with tears in my eyes god bless this nation lord have mercy yeah, i'm telling you it is i have that one um uh recorded because i seen it was coming on at 8 p.m central time and i said i need to record it so as soon as i get off there i'm gonna go watch it and put like this with some of the stars that supposed to perform i'm like man i could tell you now who they should have last to perform because i know after she performed it's a done deal they just need to close up and go home uh i call her lily leandra johnson because i know she's gonna bring down the house and um she'll make a, a onion cry she's so good be like oh uh, so i can't wait until i'm able to go see that uh fred i believe fred hammond is on there that's another one i remember when president obama was elected the first time and he came to the church and and he was performing a song and when it was announced that president obama won praises just went up people crying i had chills and after about five minutes of people just celebrating and he just started singing uh no weapon and that just tore the house up so i know it's it's good um so I can't wait until I'm able to go watch it. Radio said um I should I should to think should have to think what the Republican president candidate will be like in twenty twenty four. I don't think it'll be a good um I don't think it like I said, I think Trump messed it up for the Republicans for several years. Uh, I don't see it happening. Uh the one person that they had a chance to have. He messed it up for himself, going against everything they were saying. And part of the ones that are being investigated about this um, this terrorist attack that, that happened. Um, G Money said it was a true celebration. We have not come this far to release our country to a fool. Yes, because we put like this it's so much stuff i seen today i if i try to talk about everything i would be doing this for the rest of the year it was so much stuff going on um put like this 
when they was in the parade, I wrote a long time uh, reporter, and he he was calling President Biden's name, and he realized who it was. He jumped over there and gave him a fist bump. He was like, man, see, that's that's what we need. And like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch it all, but I'm going to definitely go back and watch all of it. I recorded it all the way for the whole day. So I'm going to definitely go back and uh, uh, go back and watch it. Um, Radio said, watch the voter suppression ramp up in the next four years by the GOP. It's going to try but I don't see it happening. I feel like I feel like if Biden Harris do like they say they're gonna do, they will be a two-term president. But then again, I feel like they will be a one-term together. But I'm hoping Harris run for president in 2024. Long as they do what they promised this go round. I can see it happening. I can see us having our first um, Madam President of the United States of America. A lot of people not ready for it, but I feel it can happen and it will happen. It will happen soon. Uh, so I think that will be good because the only thing they really had on Harris was talking about her work, her record. But you got to realize she was doing her job as a prosecutor. The question is, you have to ask yourself, why were the people in front of her in the first place? It's not like she was just going around picking random folks off the street and sentencing them to jail. She was doing her job. So um, that's what that is. G Money said, we needed this release. Yes. Because I don't, I, I think, not quite sure. I forgot where you're from, G-Money. I think you said you're from a East Coast somewhere. But, um, but with that being said, it's, um, it been quiet. It been quiet. A um, lot of threats came out here in Texas. They still talking about some coming out. But it been quiet. Now, hopefully, don't don't take your eyes. Don't don't get too comfortable. We still need to pay attention to our surrounding. If we see something, we need to say something. Uh, T. Cal is back. I see you came back. Uh, they gave you another break, huh? Um, welcome back. Um, Radio says still can't believe your governor had one drop box for ballots in a major city like Houston. Um, I want to say he tried that, but I want to say the court overturned that ruling. If I'm not mistaken, when he tried to do that, I think I have reported that the court said, no, 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 no. We're not doing that because Houston is a huge city. And then you have, you have different counties within, um, within that city. Harris County, but like Tarrant County, they wanted to have one drop box out there, but Tarrant County goes all the way from Dallas County 
because Tarrant County is the next county over from Dallas County. So it go from Dallas County all the way to the west side of Fort Worth. And they don't have, uh, if you don't have transportation and you have to depend on mail-in ballot and if you just have one spot, it's going to be hard for you to drive 40 or 50 miles just to get to that spot. So the I believe the judge did overturn that because I remember reporting about that. So that's a good thing. Um, glad it didn't happen. But that's the reason why we need to get rid of Greg Abbott from doing stuff like that. Just like now, um, it have been reports coming out with the vaccine here in Dallas County, because it's a known fact, Greg Abbott and County Commissioner Clay Jenkins have had had some falling out going back and forth on Twitter. Um, that's one of those where um, back in the days they used to have a celebrity death match. I would love to see that between them because I think. Uh, uh, Clay Jenkins, he's he's fed up with him because he treat Dallas County completely different than what he treat Tarrant County. Tarrant County is a supporter of Greg Abbott. Dallas County is not, and that's a problem. Um, T. Kyle said uh, he did try, but it was overturned. So I was right, uh, but he but he tried it. Yeah. Uh, sending Riz to hello, listening on D Live. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, please like, share, tell a friend. You can always um, uh, chat live with us during the show. Everybody is welcome on this show. As long as you are uh, respectful, you're welcome. Everybody is welcome. I don't care who you support or don't support you are welcome be respectful and come with truth um yeah maybe texas will turn blue next time i actually think um and let me verify this i think the last time uh texas was blue um was when ann richard was in office um yes that was the last Democratic um, um, governor we had, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's the last one I remember. Um, I'm trying to make sure. Um, but I'm thinking that was the last one I remember here in the state of Texas. Uh, and uh, oh, hold on. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it was Ann Richardson. She dated from ninety one to ninety five, and before that, Mark W. White Jr. Uh, that was my. Early years, I couldn't tell you who he is, but he did it from 83 to 87. 
After that, we had um, George W. Bush, 95 to 2000, Republican, who later became a uh, the president. Then we had Rick, Flick Rick Perry uh, from 2020 to uh, 2015. And now we stuck with uh, Greg Abbott. So, yeah, and Richardson, and Richards was the last Democratic uh, governor we had in the state of Texas. So we definitely need to make a change in that because Ann, uh, not Ann, but uh, Greg Abbott, Dan Patrick, Ken Paxton, Ted Cruz, they all need to go. Matter of fact, I seen um, I seen some a couple of days ago here locally. They're calling for 22 of um, our leaders here in Texas to to resign, to resign because of what they did during this presidential election. So that's why it's so important that we vote every election to make sure we make a difference in our community, in our state, our cities. No matter what they voting on, let your voice be heard. I'm not going to waste time with somebody saying, oh, I'm not registered to vote. Well, let's get you registered to vote first. Uh, because if you come up complaining about the election system and you're not registered to vote, you have no voice. You have absolutely no voice. You don't have anything to say for the simple fact you're not registered. Get registered first. Then we can communicate. So uh, definitely, I feel that Texas can turn blue again. I really feel like it can. But we need everybody to show up. Let Georgia be a, a model for all the other states. We seen what happened once they showed up. And once they showed up, they showed out and they changed Georgia from a from a orange peach to a uh to a blue peach. So definitely let's let's definitely um take a stand and change other states blue. All these attorney generals that came together to be a part of this lawsuit, all of them are Republican. Let's send them home packing. Let's send them home packing. And not only that, let's come together as American peoples and make sure whoever is in office, they doing what's best for the people, all people. They doing what's best for all people and not just for, um, not just for um, uh, certain people. We need a fair justice across the board. We definitely had. Um, T-Cow said, man, that was so long ago. I was a kid. I was a kid. I think I, I'm not going to say what I was, but and that was my tender years. Uh, <laughs> so I wasn't even a teenager yet when Ann Richards was um in office. Oh, I think women, let me let me take that back. I don't want to lie to y'all. I may have been a teenager. 
Um, let me see. When did she serve again? Um, ninety-one, ninety-five. Okay, I I was a teenager. I was I was up in there. So, but yeah, the forty-fifth governor of Texas. So, and Richard, she did some good things. She made a difference, and you will see her from time to time walking around. She put like this. Ann Richards was one of those, um, one of those type that was just cool and laid back. She'll have her uh, cowboy boots on and she just talk and have a good time. Um, some countries have a law that is mandatory for all eligible citizens to vote in election. Well, you should. You should want to vote. You should definitely want to vote to allow your voice to be heard. I don't care where you are. I don't care how you vote. Just let your voice be heard. That's the best thing you could do. They can try to um, try to keep you from voting. But hey, if you let your voice be heard, it's nothing they can say or do. Get out and vote. When it's time to go to uh, do your civil duty, jury duty, yeah, we know it's a convenience. We know you have to work, and we know they're not going to pay you what you're worth, which that should change also. Because I feel like if they they talking about um, fair rate, you cannot expect somebody who is the breadwinner of the house to come in and go to jury duty for the entire day and the only thing you pay is six dollars you there eight hours that's a long time um for six dollars yeah i i normally get picked for jury duty every year um I go, I serve, and I last year, uh, right when the pandemic hit, I got a letter, which I normally don't don't go online and sign up. I just go down there and show up. But this last year, I went online, register online, and everything. And the morning of the jury duty, when I was supposed to um, uh, show up. I got an email saying my service are not needed. The court had been canceled due to the pandemic. So I I definitely uh, do my part. Now, I have sat on some, but the only thing I've sat on, dealing with uh, evictions, and I'm going to listen to everything. I know one particular case I sat on this um, apartment complex evicting someone and they end up, um, they knew the person had a history of not paying their rent on time and they decided to renew the the lease. 
well, you knew this the first time they moved in. At the end of that lease, you could have, have asked them to vacate the apartment. But then you turn around, you signed the new lease. But you knew this history. And I'm like, hey, you knew what they were struggling with. You shouldn't have had them sign a new lease. Should have got rid of them. But then they want to bring all these attorneys to court to represent them. I'm like, no, they shouldn't have to pay for the attorney fees. You could have prevented this. I think it was like two months after they signed the lease or something. You could have prevented all of that. Um, I haven't been for say that lucky. Um, I almost got on the assault case. And on that one, it was kind of kind of shady. I felt like I was going to be picked. But because of some stuff that the victim said in the lobby, it made not only myself, but several other people uncomfortable. And I'm like, hey, at that point, my mind was kind of made up about that case. And I expressed it to the uh, the defendant and the prosecutor and the judge. And I said, look, I'm going to tell you, if, if that's the victim, if I were his attorney, I'd be saying mistrial. So I don't know what happened in that case, but they dismissed me. And I had been there all day. I think it was like 3.30 in the afternoon. And we had tuck a break and we was getting ready to get started. And I was like, look, I've been there all day. I just knew I was getting picked. But um, as for high-profile cases, I've never been on one. I did... um. And the year before I went on one and um, I thought I was going to get picked for that one. Uh, And actually, I thought it was the case against uh, um, uh, the brother that was killed, Bowden John, that was killed by um, uh, the Dallas police officer that was off duty in the apartment complex. I thought I was going to get picked for that case. But it was another uh, case that I was sitting on because they was like, oh, if it's involved with a policeman, can you have a fair judgment? I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a fair judgment. But it wasn't that case. But the case was dealing with, um, I didn't know a whole bunch about it, but basically I didn't get picked. And... Shoot, I was there all day, too. I think it was almost 5 o'clock when I left there that day. (laughs) And they was like, oh, we don't need you. Okay. But $6 for that, I think they should at least pay uh, a minimum of $10, $15 or something per hour that can make it worth people time to take off work. They're not missing that money, and I think more people would be more involved with court cases like that if they was getting a fair pay. Um, 
you get six dollars and they want you to donate it to uh to the uh to the funds or whatever and then you only drove there and then you got to pay for parking you can get a discount on parking if you park in a garage but that's a lot of time um so yeah but i i always do my duty regardless of you never know what you're getting into until you get there it have been times i got there and immediately they tell me they don't need me or they will have me go after lunch go and then i come back then they'd be like oh we don't need your service now so okay um the jury in amber geiger case was sequestered from what i remember it it was uh it was crazy but these attorneys they kind of they kind of know what they do because um that she shouldn't have got a short a small time like that she should have she should have done some major time on that um because she was wrong in many cases but also um I I mentioned earlier, I was going to talk about the difference between another case that actually happened. Okay. um, Now I'm going to run through this real quick because I'm a little bit over. Uh, Christian, he was pardoned for his nonviolent drug offense in a conspiracy case um, and has served over 10 years of his sentence. He was initially been given a life sentence. Uh, Kim Kardashian West had been advocating for his release. Now, Christian, he, um, I want to say he's a, a brother out of Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. He was stationed down in, um, um, he was stationed down in, uh, Beaumont, which, um, um, he i think he had like this was the third conviction even the federal judge that convicted him felt bad where he stepped down as a federal judge and worked with kim kardashian to get him out of prison so this is the thing the judge had a change of heart said he shouldn't have spent no more than uh five or six years in prison for that crime but because it was his third conviction he got life now in texas we don't have a three strike rule but that's what he was saying at that time so he was released and then um um his time was commuted, even though this saying it was uh, uh, he was pardoned. Um, so I'm not sure if he was pardoned or just commuted. But then Robert Sherrell, um, he was uh, pardoned because he got out of jail, I think, in 2013, if I'm not mistaken. And it was for a drug charge and he's out of north uh 
I want to say it's Nashville or somewhere, but he was out. And I guess they both had the same attorneys. And um, so it's a difference when it's dealing with minorities and it's dealing with uh, Caucasian folks. It's completely different on how the sentence goes. Even though uh, um, even though people would not take a look at the difference of it, they'll say, oh, no, you're just making that up. There's no difference between black laws and white laws. It's a complete difference. It's, it's definitely some difference. And you got to open up your mind. Look at the guy that did the housing crisis uh, in 09. He got a full pardon. And he caused a house's crisis to go down. So now he's out doing what he want to do. And I don't think he really spent um, no time in, in prison for it. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, what's his name? Uh but yeah, he got a pardon. And the thing is, that's why we need to look at uh uh we need to look at prison reform and get it where we can say, you know what? Um we need to need to make sure people are held accountable and and set up programs where they can once people get out of prison, they can um, they can end up um, having something to look forward to. Um, even um, Paul Erickson, Erickson, a conservative operative with ties to the NRA, came under scrutiny during the investigation into Russia election interference. He pled guilty to wire fraud and money laundering in an unrelated case. Well, his name was on the list too. So it's it's completely different. I'm trying to find the one about the, uh, uh, man, I seen it earlier and I should have, should have marked it where I know exactly where I need to go to. Because it's a, um, oh, here it is. Michael Ashley. Ashley was convicted for bank fraud over the 2009 collapse of mortgage company Lynn America and sentenced to three years in prison in 2019. He was the executive vice president and chief business strategy with the company. Ashley was ordered to pay $49 million restitution and 800,000 in forfeit, his sentence was commuted. So there you go. Uh, you can find that list of uh, people um, pardoned by Trump or commuted by Trump. I'm looking at NBC News and they have the complete list on there. Um, 
Oh, wow. Yeah. In Canada, the biggest list, biggest sentence you could get for murder is 30 years. To be honest with you, I couldn't do, like I said last night, and I've always said this, I'm too cute to go to jail. So, um, it, it's not going to work for me. Uh, a day won't work for me, but each his own. Some people go back and forth, and I don't know why. Uh, I've never been arrested. I was almost arrested one time, but that's a whole nother case because I felt like it was, uh, like I said, I have experience of being racial profile. And because of that, I almost went to jail because I didn't want to sign the ticket. I went ahead and signed it, but at the same time, it was one of those situations where I knew it wasn't right. I think I may have been 19 or 20 at the time. I just tell the story real quick. Me and a friend took his mom over to a boyfriend house. Now, my friend, his mom and his sister, very light-skinned. Me and the friend, um, we sat in the car while they went up to talk with the boyfriend. We kept seeing the police pass by. And as they passed by, when we got ready to leave, I said, man, they're going to they're gonna mess with us when we leave. He was like, no, it's cool, it's cool. Soon as we left, we driving down the street. And his sister, I was like, there they go, right there. And as we driving, the sister looked back and said, here they come. Then all of a sudden the lights come on. She tell me, they got you. I pull over, ask what is the problem. He tell me, well, uh, y'all look kind of suspicious sitting outside that uh, apartment complex. I said, look, his mother went to see her boyfriend. We wasn't there that long. We didn't want to go up. And he started telling us all this other stuff. And I said, look, man, I'm clean and all of this and if you're going to give me a ticket that's fine but just do what you got to do and he want to start just checking everybody in the car and I said you know what this is not right I said what I had to say and he had to come up with a reason for pulling us over I had just bought a used car he told me, well, because of the dealer tag, I got to compensate that. Man, I just got this car two days ago, so the dealer tag is legal. So that was a problem. And when it was all said and done, he gave me a ticket for it. I said, I'm not signing. Now, my partner, I didn't know he had a warrant, but he ended up going to jail for that warrant. Now, whatever reason, he... That cop should not have, if it's a traffic violation, you don't have to run check on everybody in the car. So, um, so I went ahead and signed the ticket, but I fought it. And I was going to go and pay with pennies. I had bought a bunch of pennies and unrolled them. And <laughs> they had a big sign up on the window talking about uh, uh, 
you're not allowed to pay with coins. Uh, so I was like, shoot. So I ended up having to go and take the coins back to the bank and and uh, roll them back up and take them back to the bank, get the money and pay it. But he ended up going to jail. He tried to explain to me how a good time he had in jail. I said, man, that was wrong. I told you when we were sitting out there, they was going to pull us over because they kept passing by. And that particular city ended up um, getting sued shortly after that because a black man was doing yard work in his front yard and they started to harass him. And he was a resident up there and he sued him and won. So they had to change that attitude. So, but other than that, I appreciate y'all for listening tonight. Tomorrow night, Miss Risky will be on the show. Can't wait. You know, it's Thursday night. McGarry would always be here. So um, that would be great. Have her on the show. She will be back bringing us the history and uh, the knowledge that she come with. But don't forget about Sunday night. New Vision Media will be in the house. Um, Definitely check them out. And um, don't forget, if you are in the city of DeSoto, you have until the 29th to vote early for the mayor race. Kenzie Moore. That's who, if it was me, if I lived there, that's who I would vote for. Because you want somebody straight and honest with you to be able to run a city and do what's best for that city. Kenzie Moore is your man. Definitely um, uh, take the time out and vote. You can go to DC3 to vote. Uh, Disciple Chapel over there with Pastor Marcus D. King. Uh, 901 North Polk Street, right in DeSoto, Texas. I believe that's the old Aberson building. So go over there and vote. You can vote uh, 8 to 5. 8 to 5. I'm not sure if that's Monday through Friday, but the special election will be February the 2nd. So definitely get out. Go vote. Let your voice be heard. Start 2021 off right. Um, don't let Atlanta outdo us how they showed up for for their runoff election. Let's show up for our local election and vote. So definitely get out and vote um, from now until the 29th. And then on Tuesday, February the 2nd, if you didn't get a chance to vote in the early election, you could go and vote the day of the election. If I was in the city of DeSoto, my vote would be for Kenzie Moore because this brother is straight up. He's not going to lie to you, not going to blow smoke up your butt. He's going to be honest with you, and he's going to do what's best for that city. So if you're in DeSoto, definitely get out and vote. Until tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, I love each and every one of you. Until then, peace.